listening to the Seven Rivers Student Ministry Podcast, a ministry of Seven Rivers Church in Citrus County, Florida. Here at SRSM, we believe that all students are lovable through a relationship with Jesus. Visit our website at sevenrivers.org backslash students. Hey guys, this is Mikey Puckett with Seven Rivers Student Ministry. You're listening to episode six, A God I Can Trust. In this story, our senior pastor, Ray Cortese, shares about the struggle he had with God when his son, Tony, had a tumor on his spine. As you listen to the story, Ray shares honestly and candidly about his struggle and his wrestling and his yelling at God and with God. He shares honestly about the questions he had, and he shares honestly about the frustration and anger he felt. It's an honor and a privilege to hear this story and to know this story. This is one of those stories that has transformed my life and has moved in my life. When Emily and I heard the news about Blakely, our daughter, for the first time, a few weeks later, Ray called us into his office and share with us this story. I'm excited that you guys are now going to get the opportunity to hear it. It's a beautiful story of how God works even in the midst of suffering and how God is always on the move and how we can always trust him no matter what. Ray, thank you for sharing this story. You are brave, you are courageous, and you are so kind to share with us your heart and your feelings. It is an honor and it is a joy to be under your leadership, to be led by you, and to call you my pastor. We love you, and we're so thankful for you. Here's his story. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more stories and follow our devotions, you can go to www.sevenrivers.org backslash by life or by death. You are loved and you matter. There was a particular time where I really had to grapple with the goodness of God in the midst of adversity. Um, Always dreamed of being a dad and got to... um, uh, have a son and and two daughters and another son rapidly followed. When our oldest son, Tony, got to be about seven years old, he started to complain about persistent uh, back pain. So we went to the doctor and what the doctor uh, said, well, it looks a little more complicated. You know, you need to go to an orthopedic doctor. And then, and then they sent us to a radiologist. And then they said, every appointment, it got worse, the diagnosis until they sent us to Shands to a pediatric oncologist uh, 
the cancer doctor and and they told us that our son had a tumor on his uh, spinal column and that was causing a scoliosis a curvature of the spine and um, it it could lead to paralysis um, um, you know loss of uh, uh, serious uh, effects and it had to be removed so this was like a nightmare for us you know um, here that your son has um, a tumor uh, has cancer um, on the spinal column. Um, they, they assured us it was probably benign, but its location made it very dangerous. And, um, and the surgery was very extensive. Um, they told us it would take a number of hours. Well, it took six or seven hours, the surgery. Um, I remember we had to um, get lots of blood donations before the surgery. Um, I remember um, going to see him in the recovery room after it was over and he was so gray that uh, I'm honestly my first viewing of him was that he was dead um, and um, so then began, began uh, a week in the hospital really sort of torturous recovery he was in a lot of pain he, they actually had him in a room with a kid who was um, coding out um, a couple nights during the week where everyone was rushing in, saving his roommate's life. I mean, it was just kind of a, a nightmare of a week. It was not an easy recovery. He was in a full body cast. Um, and uh, finally the week was over. He was released. He made enough progress. Um, they took an MRI uh, picture on our way out of the hospital, but we brought him home. His grandparents had come from Illinois to celebrate. His sisters had done chalk drawings all over the the driveway balloons were up, you know, we're grilling steaks outside. We even got him a puppy. It's the only dog we've ever had in our life. Uh, but at that point, we had to give him anything. He had a new bike. Uh, we were just celebrating um, the goodness of God to get us through this um, this nightmare. And I mean, just just the spirits of the whole household were lifted. Um, and as I was um, cooking. Um, the the phone rang and it was um, the surgeon calling from Gainesville and I went back to the bedroom took the call and the surgeon told me that they didn't get the tumor and that they were gonna have to do the surgery all over again and um, that was an incredible um, blow now I was the only one in the family that knew that information and we were right in the middle of a party celebrating that all of this nightmare had passed and um, I knew this would just devastate my son and, uh, and, and, and my wife. And, uh, and I knew that psychologically, I, you know, I couldn't tell them then. Um, I, I, had to, I had to let him re keep recovering for a couple of days because he was about to have to face this whole thing over again. Um, but I went into the, uh, to the bathroom, the only place of sanctuary in a, in a, a, a small house with a lot of family. And I began to have it out with God. And I, I remember just saying to uh, him, I'm saying, yeah, th this is so wrong. Um, I know I'm a fraud. I know I shouldn't be a preacher. I know I'm not spiritual. I know I don't pray enough. I know that people think highly of me and none of it's true. And you know all the truth about me. And so undoubtedly you wanna knock me down and correct me and set me right and, and make me more godly man. And I get all that. Um, but that's between me and you. And I remember saying, um, just yelling at God and saying, leave my son out of this. Take your damn hands off my um, boy. 
um, because you got problems with me. I get that, but but um, but but not my son. Um, stay away from my son. And in uh, and, and this course of venting this anger at God, um, you know, I, I sense God say to me, um, uh, Cortez, you're an idiot. I, you know, maybe you don't realize that you're the greatest danger to your son, to his soul, to his future. And I regularly stand between you and your son. You don't have to stand between me and your son. I am your son's advocate. Uh, I love your son more than you've ever dreamed of loving him. Uh, I care about him. His future is with me. And, um, and you know, it's, it's, it's somewhat admirable that you want to um, defend your son, but I'm his defender. Um, and something happened in that moment in, in which, um, for one, um, uh, you know, I, I, I look back on it, I think, you know, I, I actually yelled with God at God. I was angry at God. I cursed at God. <clears throat> and I, um, I think for me, it was, a, it was a sense in which the first time in my life, because I grew up a Christian, I grew up in the church, that I actually treated God like he was real, um, like he was a person that you have a relationship with. And so just like your mom and your dad and your coach and your teacher, you get mad at them. And sometimes you got to have it out. Uh, to actually get back on the right terms. And, and it was like, I, I actually, I, I feel like in that day, it was almost like a conversion experience. I, I began to deal with God as the real God. Uh, and the other thing that happened was in that moment when I walked out of that bathroom, God, by his Holy Spirit, did a work inside of me that I believed him. I believed, I didn't believe that, that my son was out of the woods. I didn't believe that the next surgery would necessarily go well. I didn't, I don't think God told me that my son was going to live a long, happy life with no spinal problems. I didn't, that wasn't the message I took. It was just that I love your son more than you do. Uh, he matters to me more than he does to you. You can trust your son with me, whatever the outcome. And I believe that. And that experience in the restroom, in my house, gosh, uh, 30 years ago, um, I've applied in so many other situations in my life where I have been afraid and I've been scared and I've been weak need and I have lacked faith. And I've been drawn back to that same moment to say, wait a minute, this is a God uh, I can trust. This is one of my favorite stories, and I'm so glad that you got the opportunity to hear this story today. Tony, Ray's son in the story, was able to survive his second surgery and now lives in Tallahassee, Florida, married to Ashley with three boys. God, even in the midst of suffering, loves his children even more then daddies love their little boys and girls. He's the creator of us all, and he loves you so, so much. Even in this moment, as we live in a time that is unique, strange, awkward, and weird, 
as you are quarantined, as you're listening in the confides of your own home, I want you to know right now that you have a heavenly Father who loves you, who rejoices over you and sings over you and is crazy about you. He has put you in this moment for a reason. You can yell at him. You can speak to him. You can be angry and frustrated at your circumstances. He is very real and he wants to hear from you. So talk to him and trust him. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more stories and follow our devotions, you can go to www.sevenrivers.org/backslash by life or by death. You are loved and you matter.